Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It was another case of can't get it done for the Colts against the Chargers. We'll talk about that game and look forward to the trip to New York on New Year's Day to play the Giants. Plus, we look at the playoff potentials, so here we go. Yes, here we are back at the table. Liam has graduated from the couch. How is the knee after the ACL surgery? Um, it's it's doing pretty good. Everyone's kind of shocked at the progression I've had, but my mindset has just kept me going forward. Um, so I'm walking, and it's like just barely past two weeks after surgery. Yep. And my physical therapist is like, you got this. You, you can stand on it by itself for 30 seconds so you can walk on it. So I'm walking on it now, and it feels pretty good. All right. Well, glad to hear it. Look forward to keeping up with that progression along the way. Yep. Um, real quick, favorite Christmas gift you got? Whew, that's tough. Uh, I'd probably have to say it was my Luke Skywalker, like I said, that I got. Interesting. Who gave you that one? Uh, you did. Yes. Yes, well, I did. What was your favorite Christmas gift? Uh, I don't know if it was my favorite, but uh, for this purpose with this podcast, I thought it was worth bringing up my uh, Indianapolis ice hat. Uh, ever since we got Matty Ice, I've been wanting to get this hat, uh, an ode to the now no longer existent Indianapolis Ice minor league hockey team. Uh, the irony being now we have Matty Ice and Hmm. the, if you want to take the level deeper than that of irony, I got it the very week that the Colts decided to bench Matt Ryan for a second time uh, and go with Nick Foles. Hmm. So I wore my Indianapolis Ice hat even though he wasn't there. So I mean, he was there. He was there. Street close. Street close. Yeah. Not even available. Mm-hmm. Ellinger was available. Hmm. Well, it was uh, more of the same for the Colts. Yeah. Uh, three interceptions. Three interceptions. The same number of points scored by the Colts. Yeah. 0 for 10 on third down conversions. This marks the second game this season going 0 for 10 in third down conversions. The other one being the Patriots game. Yep. We went 1 and 4 for fourth down conversions, which isn't that bad. No. But considering you're going for four of them and you only get one that's 25%, yeah. that's not that great. Especially when the one of the ones you needed was in the red zone, which means you went 0 for 1 touchdowns in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And not only that, but Nick Foles... Give it to me. His passer rating. Yep. 31.8. Mm. Yowza. That's bad. Mm-hmm. That's real bad. It is real bad. Defense was strong, but it's 
It's difficult to sustain good quality defense when you are always when you are always up against it because your offense cannot stay on the field. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, they, because they got what an interception mm-hmm. and, and a fumble. fumble cover. Like that's good turnover. That's good, right? But it doesn't matter whenever your offense turns over the ball more. And cannot convert and stay on the field on third mm-hmm. down. Um, Zach Moss was running the ball pretty well. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, 4.5 yards a carry, I believe. That's pretty solid. Uh, but once again, a total of 173 offense yards, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just... Not good enough to get things accomplished. No. You score three points in the NFL, you're going to lose every single time. Yep. Well, sir, I got to know, what was your Mayflower move? Um. So there was that drive where the interception that we threw, and then the next very next drive, we got the interception. Yeah. Right? The very next drive, yeah. we threw an interception. Oh. So I think that interception is my Mayflower move because we just could not get anything done. Gotcha. See, you got that Rodney Thomas pick. He's now first on the team with three picks in the season. Yeah. Seventh rounder from Yale, number one in picks on the year. You got that Quiddy fumble recovery there in the third quarter. But really, as much as I want to give it to the Colts, I think the Mayflower move is that pitch out flea flicker to Keenan Allen yeah. uh, under two minutes left in the half. It turned a 7-3 game into a 10-3 game. Even though we were able to st- hold him to a field goal, that's still a big deal mm-hmm. uh, heading into half like that. Yep. Who is your star of the game? Well, I was, get- I was thinking of someone to do for the Chargers, but I'm like, I did the other team last week, so let's find someone on the Colts. And... I saw that Jelani Woods had a pretty good game. Yeah. He wasn't catching the ball. He was doing some decent blocking. Yeah. And I thought that it just proved that we need to use our tight ends more than mm-hmm. we are. Interesting. Yep. We've been saying that a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to stick with the Chargers because, once again, when you just can't th- get things done, you can't get things done. As much sure. as I'd love to give it to Rodney uh, or to Unique for the good defense that they did, I got a choice between Keenan or Herbert. I'm going to say I gave uh, Keenan the Mayflower move. So Herbert was just really good uh, distributing the ball, doing what he needed to all game. So uh, Justin Herbert on that one. Our current draft status, we are fifth in the draft right now. As you look at it, that puts us second or third team that is maybe looking for a quarterback if we choose to go that way, but we can talk more about that later in some subsequent podcasts. Here's the deal, though. Foles failed, Matty Ice got froze out, and Sam got sunk. So what is the answer for the last two games of quarterback? Well... You know who played quarterback in high school? I think I do. Jelani Woods. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Speaking of your star of the game, maybe we can have it have him throw it to himself. I don't see why not. <laughs> uh, Jeff Saturday has the answer at quarterback. 
and we will discuss whether it is an indication of the future for the organization or the future for him as a head coach. The Colts will ring in the new year in New York, along with a lot of other people. Uh, they'll just be on the other side of the river in the Meadowlands. Yep. The third straight week, the Colts face a team that could clinch the playoffs with a win against them. Why does this always happen to us? Why do the teams that need to clinch the playoffs have to play us so they fight even harder? They need it. We have nothing to fight for. So, here's the deal. Jeff Saturday revealed this week that Nick Foles will be the starter for the rest of this season, the last two games. My question to you is, is Nick Foles at QB a good idea for the rest of the season, in your opinion? For me... It's a no because why he had a terrible f- performance last week. One of the worst performances I've ever seen of a quarterback. The defense of that is that it was his first time really being with the ones since training camp. I I get the whole chemistry thing and stuff like that, but still, mm-hmm. you're Come a on. professional quarterback. Yeah, I've been um, for a while. Exactly. And that's my other point. You've been a professional quarterback for a while. Throw in Sam Ellinger. Let him do some stuff. Let him, let him do what he can do and see what we, he can do for us. Right. Yeah. Here's the, the Raiders that are still mathematically available for the playoffs have benched Derek Carr to see what Jarrett Stidham has for them. Mm-hmm. They they went ahead and made a move to see what somebody had for them going moving forward. Yeah. We have Matt Ryan, who, I mean, he's now QB3 in street clothes for your last few games. And we have Nick Foles, who is not under contract with us next year. Signed a one-year deal, I believe. Why would you be playing him? Exactly what I'm saying. Don't you think that you would... I mean, he has... Which of the quarterbacks that you... Which of the quarterbacks now have a future potentially with your organization? Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger is the only one that has a potential future past next year. Maybe even in just into next year with this organization. Why are you not seeing what you have and putting him to the test in the last two games? I just don't get it. Is Nick Foles Jeff Saturday's best call? Um, honestly, I don't think so. Explain. Uh, I, I mean, like we've been saying, it's not a good idea to put him out there for uh, the rest of the season as quarterback. And... Whenever he came in, he brought this new, fresh ideas. He brought all these ideas. Those ideas I loved. Yeah. And it helped us against the Raiders. It helped yep. us beat the Raiders. Yep. What happened to Played that? Played really close against the Eagles right there, exactly. Terry. Exactly. Yep. What happened to that? So that's why I'm saying Nick Foles at quarterback is not his greatest idea. All right. Yeah. I. My thought process on this is a little bit like... Um, Shanahan with the Niners last year. He continued to play Garoppolo over Trey Lance because 
if anything went wrong, he could blame it on Garoppolo. Yeah. I, I feel a little bit like that's what Jeff Saturday is trying to do here. But I don't know if it's quite going to work because Nick Foles is unproven. Nick Foles, you haven't been riding with him. And so it was your call to ride with him now as opposed to continue to ride with someone like Matt Ryan and just, you know, if it goes wrong, then you blame it on Matt Ryan. You made a switch and now that's a problem. Yeah. It's not a problem. You can't blame it on Nick Foles when you chose to put him in there. Mm-hmm. Here's my other problem. The mantra of end the season well, play with pride, play for yourself doesn't quite resonate as well when uh, if the organization itself continues to play a veteran QB with no future, it it doesn't jive with what is being communicated. Yeah. When you continue to make the same vanilla play calls and schemes that you have been making. That's mm, fact, yeah. All that to say, here we go to New York. What are your keys to the game against the Giants? Um, we have to stop that run game. It is deadly. We have to stop Saquon yep. and Daniel. We need to limit our turnovers and mm-hmm. get more turnovers. Yep. Our offensive line needs to block and we need pass to tight ends. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with some basics. Red zone TDs. Yeah. You get in the red zone, you got to punch it in. Exactly. Uh, also, very susceptible to the run. So run the ball. Don't give up on the run. Just even if you're down two touchdowns, don't give up on the run. Uh, they can get burned pretty easily. And if the run just ain't working, don't forget the screen game. Um, also, you have to do something that I think our line, our defensive line is uh, uniquely capable of doing, and that's pressure and contain Daniel Jones. I think if uh, Grove and Buck can get up and push the pocket in his face and feel that pressure, uh, and then we can push contain on the outside with Unique and Quiddy or Dio, whoever's there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you can get him rattled. Um, I think uh, they are very susceptible in that way. Yeah. What are your matchups to watch? Um, honestly, the tight ends on anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see that kind of thing that we did. Uh, the thing that I wanted to do with Dalvin, where we um see if he's gonna run the ball or um like go out to receive. If it's receive, go with Bobby and have Zaire focus on more on the cornerback. If it's run, have Zaire rush in, kind of let Bobby be a more safer type of person because Zaire get, gets in there and gets those tackles done. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Zaire's got to spy Jones a bit. Keep his eye on that. Um, I want to see Jelani again on anybody. I believe fully he can take on anyone, and it's a matchup nightmare. Um, also, I want to see a little Dallas Flowers. I don't I don't disagree with you. Whether it's kickoffs, whether it's bringing him in receiving, whether it's lining him up uh, at uh, even as a as a back. 
I think he has the potential to kind of be a Debo Samuel kind of player if we can allow him to do that. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if at this point our play callers and people in charge have the bandwidth and the mental capacity to expand our playbook into that at this point with two two games left. Yeah. Prediction time. What you got? Um, it's in New York. The Colts did not do well, even at home. So I'm going to give the Colts six. Actually, let's go nine. Colts, nine. Giants, 24. All right. So all Chase McLaughlin. I'm going to go Giants 21-16. Seems like 16 is about the, all the points the Colts can muster. Uh, so I'm going to go with that as yep. the final prediction for me. While the Giants try while the Giants try to keep ahead in the playoff race, my dad is trying to do the same to me in our unstable pick six. Well, it's time for our unstable pick six. We are watching Thursday night football games once again. Yep. But we told each other who we thought we would win ahead of time. Yep. Keep each other honest. We'll get to that in a second. Real quick before we jump into last week's, uh, we are currently watching the alternate broadcast on Amazon Prime of the Dude Perfect. So I got to know which one of your uh, which one of the alternate broadcasts you've seen is your favorite? So you kinda, you got the Manning cast, you got the shop that's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had Kramer and uh, who's the other lady uh, that, I don't know if you even saw that one, but I they did it on Amazon Prime. Or you got Dude Perfect. I can't think of any other alternate broadcasts I off mean, the top of my head. What do you think? There's the Spanish broadcast. Well, yeah, I don't, that's just... That's, <laughs> that's not necessarily that, alternate. That's but. not alternate. That's just for our Spanish-speaking uh, friends. Uh, hola. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Gracias. Gracias. <laughs> um, but I have to say Dude Perfect is mine. There's just a wide variety of stuff that goes on. There's obviously the Dude Perfect, so they're going to do something Dude Perfect-y. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a word or not. Uh, it is now. I like it. Yeah. Um, but I love what they do with it. Plus, they also pay attention to the game and make comments about the games. A whole bunch of special guests and, like, like Dion is on this one. I know. So I, I have to say, and they Dude had Dak and CD Lamb another time. Exactly. Yeah. I have to say, uh, Dude Perfect's probably mine. Yeah, uh, I, I would say that too. I, I know that the Manning cast kind of started it, and that was fun for a little bit. But when it comes down to it, I think it's kind of gotten a little dry. Uh, what Dude Perfect does with it is very unique and uh, is sort of uh, very in tune with an alternate broadcast. We're not just going to try to do something that's somewhat similar to the other broadcast. We're going to do and give you something completely different. Yeah. So, all right, last week, uh, I picked the Jags. I picked the Jets. And I got that Yeah. Because the Jags are now headed to the playoffs with two games left, and they play their competition, the Titans, next week. So we'll pick that one for sure next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one we got uh, we both picked the Chiefs over the Seahawks and got it yep and the next one we both picked the Vikings over the Giants both got that one yep then there was Houston and Titans we both picked the Titans and And who would have known yeah they lost Titans are tanking bad and Uh, and then we got uh, we both picked the Niners over the Commanders got that one and we both picked the Cowboys over the Eagles and we got that one yes so 
That means that I am 54, 27, and 1. And I am 49, 32, and 1. Five games back, yep. I can make a comeback. You, you lost one going into this week. Yeah. That's all right. It's That's okay. Right. I mean... You win some, you lose some. You win some, you lost. Uh, so this week... Hey. <laughs> we got... Uh, we got this game, Cowboys and Titans. Uh, we both picked the Cowboys. Yeah, with the way the Titans have been playing, there's no way the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys they lose. seem to be making a game of it, maybe, but they're playing. The Titans are playing Dobbs. They're not even playing Malik. So, uh, yeah, the Titans are just a mess of an organization mm-hmm. right now. Uh, I I literally can't believe from where we thought the Colts what we thought the Colts were going to do at the beginning of the season, where we have gone to. But once again, we'll talk about that in a few weeks uh, time. Next up, Bears and Lions. The Lions are still in the hunt. The Bears are not. Mm-hmm. What you got? Um, I feel like this is a game that could go either way. Uh, I think just due to the fact that the Lions are in the hunt and it's at in Detroit, I'm going to go Lions. Yep, I am also on the Lions for the same reasons. No, you're supposed to differ from me. Well, you can lead off this one. <sighs> okay. Jags, Houston. It's in Houston. Yeah. Houston's coming on strong, but so are the Jags. And uh, the Jags have the... They're one of... The Jags lost to Houston... Earlier, I don't think it's going to happen this time. I think they're going to get him back, so I got the Jags. Yeah, I I want to differ from you, but it doesn't. The Jags are not going to lose. Yep. Um, next up, Niners, Raiders. I risked it for the biscuit. Niners going undefeated the rest of the year, so I'm going to Niners. All right. I am also on the Niners uh, as we go on. The Colts are out, so we might turn this more into a Niners thing as we go along. Stick with us, and you'll find out. Okay. Next one. Jets, Seahawks. The Jets are a mess. I'm going Seahawks for sure. Seahawks can still get in. Looking ahead at the schedule and everybody else's schedule, I think that Seahawks have the best chance of getting in because the Commanders, even though they're in the seventh spot right now, they still have to play the Eagles the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. So the Seahawks have an easier schedule. I think the Seahawks will win the last two games and be get in. Okay. Yeah, I don't see the Seahawks losing in Seattle, and they're in the hunt. I don't see it. All right. Last one. Last one. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Should we go at the same time so we prevent any kind of like... Any- I think we go at the same time and... We okay, so, tell each other our reasoning afterwards. Okay, so okay. this is this is the game of the week. This is going to be the Monday this night is, game. They this picked this one phenomenally. A really like, good game. Mono- at, the, at the beginning of the season, it's like, oh, the Bills are going to sweep. Yeah, the Bengals were like, they they had that terrible game against the against Steelers, the Steelers mm-hmm. and the, all the defense that happened there. This, this could be an AFC championship game uh-huh. preview on Monday night. The Monday night does not flex. They picked this one phenomenally. It's the Bills at the Bengals. Yep. Okay? So, I'm going to count it down. Three, two, one, and then Dang we're going to... Oh. 
Three, two, one, Bills. Okay. All right. We're separate. We did differ there. So I've got the Bills. (laughs) I messed up on that. (laughs) If I was giving you a heads up and warning what we're going to do, and you just went for it. Uh, Well, it's fine. I was going to choose the Bills anyway because I, I mean, if nothing else, Josh Allen is my quarterback in fantasy. And I do think that they have what it takes, even though, yes, I know that especially this time of year, Joe Burrow is a killer. Mm-hmm. He, he's literally a killer. So That is exactly why I chose the Bengals. <laughs> the Joe Burrow is insane with T. Higgins as well. Yep. And then you also have Jamar Chase. I, yeah. I honestly – and then Bengals don't have much big names on defense, but – they do have a good solid chemistry defense, yep. and I sometimes I prefer that over good defense. Good unit, yep. Trumps good uh, individual talent. I get it. Well, next week we will see what the Colts resolve to do in New York on New Year's Day, and look ahead to the final Colts game of this season against the team it all started against. The team from Houston comes to Indy. Plus. We will have an unstable pick six full of playoff implications. Wow. That's a big word. Implications Yeah, I mean, it gets hefty there at the end of the season. Yeah. Especially if you're still in the playoffs, man. It's a team (laughs) Welcome to our real life. Secondly, Doug's part of our banter now. (laughs) Well, this is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable.